let's get this party started in here. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to give you a Black Eyed Peas fact, but I'm just not going to do it. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Well, hi. Welcome to Talk Comics to Me. No Black Eyed Peas facts today. Uh, I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather Hadfield. And we're here from far away, but apart. And if you can't see that, then sorry you just we're not we're not in the same room and that's unfortunate for everybody involved for yeah everyone right now but you know what it's a long it's been a long day so yeah plus heather gets to celebrate her anniversary on sunday so it's worth it yeah yeah the things we do for love (laughs) Okay. (laughs) okay okay All right, I'm going to go. You can go. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to start talking about my comics. Okay. This is Knights of X, or is it Knights of Ten? (laughs) I hate hate this. Uh, Knights of X. This is issue number three. Um, The Excalibur crew is in the other world, and they're trying to save. Fuck, I just had his name. I just remembered it, and now I can't. Tim. Jim. 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 It's Jim. Yes. I just wish, like, he, it's kind of a nickname. Anyway, they're trying to save Jim because he's about to be executed in front of the people of the other world. And so they have to save him because their whole thing of staying in the other world is saving the mutants because the mutants are being killed off. Um, People die in this. Uh, I, I think this is probably my favorite issue so far. Like, I've liked this whole series. It's only three issues in, but I have liked it. And I just thought this issue was very good because in the very first one, Betsy tells them as they're getting the group together, you know, like if you die in the other world, there's a chance that you may not be able to come back. Or if you do come back, you won't come back the same. So it's your decision. If you come with, these are the things that you need to know before you do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone goes anyway because they want to help save the mutants because that's what they're doing. And someone ends up dying. So I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to give spoilers, but it was just really cool the way that the issue is told because it's in two different parts. Like it starts with the death? No. Okay. It, it, it doesn't happen until the very, very end. So, uh, I can't remember who all is on like they're they're split into two different groups so Gambit and ah, fuck, I can't remember who all Gambit and like three other people are in one area and they're the ones who are trying to save Jim to begin with and Betsy and Richter and Shatterstar and Mordred I believe they were uh going underground taking care of some other business and when they finally hear what is happening out on the other side, they go to help Gambit and all of them. So it's told in those two different parts. It's been good. I still love Teeny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, that's fair. No, I've been saying it for years. We love Teeny. Yeah. In this you house. have been you have been saying it for years, <laughs> literally. Do you want me to do my other one or do you yeah. want to go? I, I can go, okay. I guess. That, that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I have a Homesick Pilots. This is issue number 15. This is the conclusion of the story. 
It's over now. The whole story. The whole story. Oh my goodness. It's all over. Um, I really, really liked it. I liked the end a lot. Um, I think I would go back and read it as a whole. Uh, there are like some problems with it, like pacing issues I have with it, but I did, I did like the way it wrapped up. That was good. So ghosts, ghost mechs for a story about things I'm not necessarily interested in, like giant haunted houses coming to life and beating each other up. But there's also just like a lot about like yeah, relationships and stuff that's going on in there. A lot of subtext. Okay. All right. I but, love that mechs like recently within like the last couple years have like made a weird comeback. Yeah, it's been strange, honestly. Yeah. I don't I don't quite understand why. No one has said they wanted it, so I don't get it. <laughs> it feels like kind of the same with like, well, I mean, I guess kaiju have never like left necessarily but I feel like now in like American like popular culture they are more of a thing yeah it, there's been an abundance of it like random ass stories that have both of those things in it which <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm just like paying more attention now and they've just you know always been there and I just haven't noticed or yeah. if everyone's just like no what if we added these two things into our story <laughs> yeah and I can't speak to that either because I uh, yeah, up until now, and I have yeah two books with at least mechs in them, and I've had two books within the last like year and a half, two years that have had kaiju in them. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I I don't think I've gotten up to that point. Not that I can recall. I don't think I've I've read any yeah. of them. Yeah, and it's just like curiosity killed me on those ones where I was like, I gotta pick these up. And this one, you know, is also like a story like about ghosts and haunted houses and like punk rock bands. So there's like other stuff going on. Right. So yeah, it's not strictly just mechs, but mm -hmm. it's an aspect of the story. So yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm glad that you enjoyed that. Yeah, I think it was definitely worth a read. I like, I really like the art and the colors. Like, I think it's I think it was an interesting read. Okay. Are you going to go back and read it again? I don't know. I don't know. I really, it really depends like on if I break it down and think about my life and everything I've got going on, honestly, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cause there are like books I've grabbed out to like far sector for instance like go back and read from the beginning. And I pulled out Far Sector like six months ago, like during winter break mm -hmm. to reread. Yeah, like, and you've let someone else borrow it since then. Yep. Yeah, okay. And I've read one issue and then <laughs> I have not gone back and read anything else. So if I'm going to be like honest, probably not. It might be something that like I keep for a long time before like I decide to get rid of because I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'll go back and read it. I just don't think I have the time. That makes sense. You're a busy boy. I'm a busy, tired boy. <laughs> All right. Um, I have Nottingham. This is issue number eight. Um, this just goes 
on with the story, to be honest. The Sheriff of Nottingham is delivering a package to the king, uh, a package, it's, it's a person. Um, but this issue deals with there being a traitor in his midst and he is trying to figure out who it is. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's, um, I, I do still like this book a lot. Um, I do, I like the, the history part of it, how they are obviously taking real events and like adding them into the story and stuff. I think that's really cool. And I just think the idea of the merry men just being real turds, just like <laughs> going around. Like really garbage people. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, the art is really gross too. And I think that's probably why I really like it because mm-hmm. a lot of like medieval comics and stuff that I read, the art is too clean and it doesn't give that feeling. Like medieval stories should be gross and uncomfortable, in my opinion anyway. They should the art should reflect how it felt around that time. And I think the art here does a really good job of it. So that's Nottingham for you, in my opinions. <laughs> I think there is only 10 issues in the story, if I remember correctly. So there's two more and then the, the story will actually be over. Okay. Because it originally was supposed to be like, what, the six? Yes. Which I like that they lengthened it a little bit but I don't think I can keep going if it's past 10 okay. just because like I like it but I I just I'm not that interested to continue reading the story yeah there's just like not enough happening yes all right I guess I'll go now okay uh this is something is killing the children this is issue number 24 that's a lot yeah <laughs> I, it's weird I feel like I just started reading this book like recently but at this point it's been like at least what like a couple of years yeah it does not feel like it's been that long that's wild yeah so issue number 24 we get a glimpse of the monster that is terrorizing uh the new town that we are in which you know I will never remember the name of the town uh, and it is kind of creepy. It's scary. Uh, and then we just, yeah, that's it. I'm just following Erica in this town with these new monsters. She has somebody that is going to be like hunting her that the house of slaughter has sent after her. Um, and yeah, it's, I can't say much more than that. Are they hunting her because she's not doing what she's supposed to be doing? They're, yeah, well, not because she's not doing what she's supposed to be doing, but because she isn't the first, like the first story arc or the first, you know, story uh, that took place with James. She didn't like take care of the town in the way that like the like house would have okay okay like they you know basically wanted to massacre the entire town and like the kid and everybody in between and she did not want that and so she kind of just told the the head of the house like fuck you and then she's been monster hunting anyway and now they're yeah sending someone after her and like just a really you know, shitty, gritty type of person. So 
Okay, that makes sense then. I was wondering mm -hmm. about that because I know you had mentioned that previously, but since I have been reading House of Slaughter and I have like more of an idea of that world, I wasn't sure what she had done, but that makes yeah. sense. Basically <laughs> just not following their rules and letting people know that they exist because the kind of the whole idea is that like it's all a secret. Okay, no, that makes sense. I get that monsters the house it just doesn't exist i would send someone to do my dirty work too <laughs> if it didn't happen the way that i wanted it to <laughs> so i, I suppose <laughs> okay so we both have we only find them when they're dead this is issue number 11 this is back from a little bit of a hiatus and i did not read this issue but heather did so so i'm going to explain what it's about without spoiling anything that happens in it. So basically they, the, the group, the people um, are using an AI to figure out what happened to Moloch, like how okay. he turned into a God. Interesting. But yeah, I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything. Cause like I said, this issue is actually really good. And I understood completely what was happening it was not confusing to me even though it does kind of like just jump in and the conversation that starts the issue I don't want to say it's confusing but it's jarring a bit especially with how the last story arc ended but it's so good okay it's very good I was very excited that I actually knew <laughs> what was going on <laughs> I mean, sometimes in this book, it is like nice when you get because like it's just so like we've said every time it's just like so heady sometimes. Yeah, and there there are a lot of new characters introduced, and surprisingly, that didn't make it confusing at all. And I think it was just because of the conversation that is going on throughout mm -hmm. the issue. It all made sense. So, all right, I'm excited for you to read it and tell me what you think. Okay, okay, <laughs> I promise I will get to it. Okay. Uh, okay, so next we have Silver Coin. This is also also <laughs> also issue number eleven. Yes, uh, and this is also back from a little bit of a break, and just a horror anthology with art by Michael Walsh and stories by different creators. This one is by James Tinin Tinin Tynan Tynan Tinian Tinian Tynan, mm -hmm. uh, and there's a little backup story by Adam Gorham and I really liked this a lot this was a lot of fun like in a very grotesque sort of way it really reminded me of like a Stephen King story honestly yeah no that's a good way to put it it's basically the coin finds its way into a diner <laughs> I yeah it, it felt like a really like a B movie yeah 100 like percent yeah it was yes. fantastic I loved it that's why I kind of just, I said, like, Stephen King, it kind of, like, just the way the, like, flow of the story ended. It's just, like, one of his, like, very short, like, stories. Is... Mm -hmm. Even the short story in the back was very, like, eerie. It mm -hmm. made me, like, not uncomfortable, but it made me just, it was on edge a little bit. Yeah, it was, uh, continues to be really, really good. I 100% say you should pick it up, especially if you like horror. I think if mm -hmm. you like horror and you're not 
reading that book, you're kind of missing out. Honestly. Yeah. And, yeah. The anthology part of it is so good too. Like mm-hmm. all the different writers, they're all so good. All the writers are so good. Yeah. And I was talking to uh, Julian about this earlier today. It's just like, none of the stories are bad. Like there are stories that like, I don't necessarily like as much and are not as strong, but there's nothing that like, I don't put down an issue and I'm just like, Ugh, why? Right. Like, it's just like, Oh, that, that was still really great. I still really enjoyed it. Like, but this wasn't as good as like this issue. Right. No, they all have that really like campy feel to them, mm-hmm. which I think is makes the perfect horror anthology. Yeah. It's such a good book. Beautiful. All right. So next we have Newburn. This is issue number eight. This is the end of the story arc. This is by our best friend Chip and yeah. uh, Jacob Phillips. Jacob Phillips is not necessarily our best friend, but we could be best friends. We, you know, we could be. Yeah. We, look, but, I'm gonna write him. That's a Patreon. That's up to you. I'll write your Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it had emails or I'll get a hold of him. I'll find him somehow. Uh, but this. I can't, I'm not going to talk a lot about this because Heather has not had a chance to catch up, but this issue was so fucking good. Damn it. (laughs) This issue, that's why I was like hoping you had read it. It was so good. Um, I, I, I do have to say like, I've kind of been back and forth on this book, not because it's like poorly written, but just because I just don't, I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and this issue just like did like grab its hooks into me and was like, all right, baby, let's go for this ride. <laughs> like, <laughs> this hell is yeah. what you're here for. Yeah, no, exactly. It was it was pretty wild. So I'm excited for you to I'm ex- so excited for you to read this issue. <laughs> all right. All right. Now we both have books that we need to read. Yeah. I mean, I need you to I think I need you to read this more than you need me to read. We only find that one where they're dead. Probably, but also I do just want you to really read that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we can move on now. Okay, yes, we're talking about comics. Uh, This is I Hate This Place or Fuck This Place, however you want to go about it. This is issue number two. This is a horror book that throws all of the horror things you can think about into one little book. Yeah, it's uh yeah the 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 couple that move into the haunted it's not the house it's the land. I say the, a haunted land. Yeah, the haunted land. They are trying to figure out exactly what is going on, so they go to a medium, I guess, and shit goes awry. Um, this little story in the back the author's note or whatever recommended reading for sure it's fantastic they uh they recommend a bunch of haunted house films and all of them are really good so i would say it talks a lot about the um horror the way that it feels in the the issue Mm -hmm. and gives similar stories and ideas and stuff like that so I I would recommend reading that as well after this because it really just goes with this energy I don't know I don't know what I'm trying to say I I get what you're saying um this was actually written by Benito Sereno which is not the writer but 
Oh, well, that's why I said the little thing at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's essentially an author's note, but not by this person. It's yes. like just extra reading. Uh, but they do suggest Hell House LLC. Which but, was a real goofy movie. <laughs> which is absolutely, that's my favorite haunted house movie. And really? My, yeah. And my favorite like found footage movie. That movie, I, I did, I love that movie. When I say goofy, I mean, it was not what I was expecting it to be at all. I enjoyed it greatly. I just, I love that they included that in there. Like all of the movies that have on, are on here, I loved. I oh, thought yeah, they were okay, so like, much they're fun. All good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only one I might not have seen is the uninvited but other than that I'm pretty sure I've seen oh okay I didn't see that was the original one I Mm -hmm. don't think I've seen that one either I was thinking of more the more recent the uninvited but yeah very good (laughs) yeah I just I love Hell House so much that movie is a joy and has really good stupid scares is that the basement one yeah that is like the there one. was something in the basement and mm-hmm. it happens while everyone is there okay yeah it's yes. the one where they have like all the like that one clown dummy yes that like moves or whatever yeah like, yes I know exactly what you're talking about okay or yes this, I did or, like that one in the scene where that guy's in bed and there's like that like thing right behind him yes it's a it's like a weird it's a weird movie I don't know why that movie ever like creeped me out but there's something about it that just like I watch it I suggest it to everybody all the time. It's very uncomfortable. And there's that like twist at the end that Mm -hmm. happens. Like that was Mm -hmm. a really, I wasn't expecting that. It's Uh, a good movie. Yeah. I watch it every, every Halloween. So do we. (laughs) Like every Halloween. It's like, I've seen this movie, like Max suggested it to me when I first started working in the coffee shop. So that was like, what, five years ago. I think that's how I found out about it too. (laughs) Fucking Max and his horror movies. So yeah, I was like, all right, I'll watch this movie. And then I was like, oh yeah, that dude was right. (laughs) This movie was really great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Okay, I'm ready. I'm sorry. All right, next. We got some bloodstained teeth. This is a vampire joint. (laughs) This is a vampire joint. That was the funny thing when Derek was like, what? What vampire books came out last week? Like, I don't know. There's like 10 vampire books yeah. out right now. I can't keep track of what books came out like last week in general. Oh, uh, goodness. But this is about why, what's this character's name? Atticus, Atticus. Sloan. Yeah, I was going to say it was Atticus, but then I was like, that doesn't sound right. That sounds made up. It, well, <laughs> uh, but Atticus Sloan has been peddling himself as a vampire I'll turn you into a vampire guy Mm -hmm. and other vampires are mad about it so he's like you gotta stop and you gotta kill all the people you've turned into vampires so that's what the story is about he's going around and killing his children (laughs) yeah this book's a lot of fun yeah I I love the art for it I know that we've talked about that before but it's so like it reminds so, me of like 70s like technicolor horror movies yeah i would say like the colors really sell it the art really sells it um that that might legitimately be my favorite part of the book itself like the mm-hmm. story the story is enjoyable and i'm having fun but i'm also just like oh, i kind of like just looking at it yeah it looks it looks so good. It does make the story like 10 times better with that kind of art. Cause I don't know if any other art would do the story justice because the character 
in this story is just he's kind of weird yeah like he's a very weird dude and I mean he talks to himself like (laughs) I'm not saying that's weird I do that all the time but you know what I mean like it's it's strange it's you know peculiar if you yes yes I will it fits it fits the story very well so that team good job they're doing a good job and I noticed that B cover is Tradmore yeah this B B cover is Tradmore which you love Tradmore I love Tradmore yeah I love Tradmore so much very good all right moving on we have Nook this is issue number one this is about a family during World War II that moved to France. Yeah, they moved out of Germany. They're going into hiding because the dad doesn't believe in the Nazi party. So he's trying to get the family away and the house ends up being just a little haunted. Yeah. Um, I particularly did not like this book at all. No, I, I'm curious to see like what they're going to do with it because mm-hmm. I just, the I ending like it, of it was so sudden and not shocking. I don't know. Yeah, I the, don't know. the ending was not shocking. It was also just like, why? I think that was like, why are you doing this? It felt very like grudge or ringish in like yeah. the, the way the monster was and even the way like the story is kind of told right um without like you know watch having to watch something but yeah. it wasn't very interesting is the yeah. thing like I mean I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you I got this book I don't remember what it was about I like the name Nook because in Lost season three on the DVD when you watch the bloopers there's one scene when the guy who plays Syed I don't know why this always made me laugh he says, not every nook and cranny when he's going to search for something and he does it in an accent that is not his. It made me laugh really hard. So whenever I see the word nook, that's what it reminds me of. So. <laughs> so you got that because of a lost season two blooper reel reference. Three. Season, season three, three, yes. Yes. Because that is constantly playing in my head. And I don't know why since the first time I saw it. Because I love blooper reels. And you know, if any TV show has them, I'm going to watch them. I actually never knew this. So I'm glad to have this information. Just Yeah. Well, now you do. I'll show it to you sometime because it's so dumb. It doesn't make it. It's two, maybe 0.2 seconds long. And every time he says it, I lose my mind. Anyway, let's talk about other comics. <laughs> All right. Uh, Next, we have The Lonesome Hunters. This is issue number one. Yes. So it's Tyler Crook. Yeah. I really like this a lot. Yeah, I did too. I was like, this was another one that I couldn't really remember what it was about when we got it in. And I'm glad that I went into it, like, not remembering that because it was exciting. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a really pretty looking book. It's a story about how I was going to, an old man and a young woman meet. I mean, yeah. Uh, but they're monsters, like kind of monster hunters. Yeah. So I, 
Yes, yeah, I, I think that would be the easiest way to explain it is he was raised by monster hunters. Something happens and he's just trying to live his life. But then there is an event that happens when he gets older, when him and the girl meet where he is forced to do it again. Yeah, I I really like it is hard to describe this book. I would highly suggest it though. Like I had a lot of fun reading it. I really like the narration and like the beats of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the art is just so good. It like makes me want to go read Harrow County and I don't want to. Yeah, about that book. Uh, I wanted to like it so bad. And I think the only reason I did was because of the art. Just fine. That makes that makes a hundred percent sense. Yeah. Like sorry, Colin Bunn. I, I was I was a Colin Bunn stand for a minute. I uh, need I, peace. <laughs> okay, so next we have Batman, Superman, World's Finest. This is issue number four. This book. It's fun. It's so much yeah. fun. Uh I I hope I'm not supposed to ever take it seriously because I don't want to. No, it's just, it is a very like lighthearted kind of comic book, like superhero comic book. I don't know how, because it's just, it's very, I've been using this word a lot. It's goofy. It's so goofy. It is, it is actually pretty goofy though. But like there are serious like beats and tones to it, but just because like we're kind of at that like high point of the story where there's like big fights and stuff going on right basically batman and superman are trying to take down a demon who keeps possessing Mm -hmm. superheroes people that they know to take them down and it's getting a little more difficult to do that and supergirl and robin are in the past communicating with the people who had imprisoned the demon before to figure out how they did it so they can do it again there's a new new uh, character introduced in this, but like not really. Yeah, it's real goofy. I when I opened to that page, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I had seen like the art for this. Like, yeah, Dan, I had too. Dan Mora had posted it, but I was like, "What's this all about?" Like, it looks sick. And then yeah, when it came to the story, I was like, "I I do like I I do like that," but it was yeah, yes, it was goofy. Well, it was uh, one of the variants, too. And I didn't even. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did not even realize that today until Mike picked that up. I was like, oh, shit, there it is. (laughs) So, yeah, it's just a cute little Batman Superman book drawn by my favorite artist in the entire world. Yeah. And our favorite colorist. Yeah. Yeah. Bond villain. Yeah. And our favorite letterer. Yeah. Just a really good team. Yeah. This book is fantastic. Yeah. Great day. Yep. 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 Beautiful. Honestly, and I, I know this is going to sound very rude, but I would like it way more, I think, if like Matt Fraction or somebody was writing it. That would be so cool. Hmm. Just will that into existence somehow? I'll find their Patreon. <laughs> DC's Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Dear DC Patreon. Yep please make this happen it's a really good idea that we had (laughs) all right so next we have batman 
the night issue number six um like i just told heather this is the issue where bruce wayne breaks up with his boyfriend anton and Mm -hmm. it's real dramatic yeah it's like unnecessarily dramatic like i understand breakups are hard especially when there's like guns and murder involved but like (laughs) come on Uh, yeah there's a betrayal in here in a sense you know um but Bruce and Anton are still kind of learning how to be a criminal to take down criminals without being a criminal yeah yeah um but they're learning a lot about weapons in here which they hadn't really gotten to in the other issues where they learned about mind body and spirit um this is (laughs) weapons training (laughs) Uh, yeah, I think this this was probably one of the issues I liked the most in the series, and I did also. Yeah, just kind of didn't really like it. Yeah, I don't. I know it's the same artist, like the same team and stuff, but for some reason, the art in this one it might just be the colors because they're in a different like environment than they were in the other ones. The lighting. Yeah, the the art in this one I liked just so much. The way that they looked like. Just, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this particular issue. And I think as a whole, it, I guess it, there, we have like four issues left, so I'll see how we feel. But yeah, it's just kind of a Batman story. Yeah, it really, I think it does really depend on how it ends. Um, I feel like it's like we need a time jump now. Mm-hmm. Like, especially after this issue, like I think it would definitely benefit from like a, a good size time jump like a few like like 10 to 15 years right Um, because I mean I think in the end this kind of has to end with him fighting Anton right I was gonna say that too like there's got to be a conclusion to that whole thing like Mm -hmm. who is Anton in the DC universe that we could possibly know yeah exactly um so I think that's like an aspect of it that's not predictable but that's like you know you've read so many things and we're we've been doing the podcast for so many years and you like investigate stories and you're just like yeah that's kind of where it has to go if it if it doesn't that's not like the logical conclusion of the story and then it's also kind of just like well then what the fuck was the point of all of this right which is fine right like Sorry, I was just thinking, you said we've been doing this for years, and I was like, it'll be four years in yeah. October. Yeah, yeah, I was actually talking to Wendy about that the other day. Oh my god, this is the longest I've ever done anything. <laughs> yeah, this is like the longest I've done anything in a long time, as at least like consistently. I know this year's been yeah. like a little, a little, like this year's been the most we've actually like skipped and been the lot, like least mm-hmm. consistent, but we should do a special episode for our anniversary. Let's get just just wasted. Yes. I'll get a bottle of wine, you get your beer, whiskey, or scotch, whatever you want. <laughs> what yes, let's just get wasted for our yeah. 4 year anniversary. <laughs> On camera for everybody's enjoyment. Yeah, and just talk about um hot takes. <laughs> We'll just do a, a flashback episode like they do in sitcoms. We'll just, we'll have to just go back and watch hours upon hours upon hours of our videos and shoes. 
You know, I've been wanting to do that anyway, because I wanted to make like a video reel of all the times we have said very specific things over and over and over again. The ones that come to mind are, you know, catch you on the flippity flop like that. Obviously, I wanted to do like a montage video of that. Egg on Any- my face. Yeah, egg on my face. Anytime I say we love whoever in this house. And then anytime you say I don't know. It just makes the whole thing uh, cohesive. <laughs> that seems rude. No, I love it. It's the best way to describe a comic. I just think it would be very funny because I never realized until recently, like it was a couple of weeks ago, I I had said something and then it made me think about like, how often have I said that? Like every single time. So I just thought it would be fun. So yeah, let's go back through four years worth of footage and make a flashback episode. <laughs> All right, we're going to go on with comic books now. Yes, yes. This is Moon Knight. This is issue number 12. This also finishes up a story kind of? Uh, I, yeah, I think so. Oh gosh, I bent this book. Um, I mean, there is one more issue left, but Zodiac is no more kind of yeah fucking moon knight and the fists of cone shoe come out of this weird dimension bubble and just tcob <laughs> taking care of business thank you <laughs> I, I was like i don't i'm trying so hard i don't know if you saw my years trying to put that into place that was why i assisted i just watched that episode of it's always sunny last night so yeah 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 that's that's pretty much it there is um a confrontation that results in a um accidental death yeah accidental on purpose (laughs) yeah i mean accidental for them they didn't mean for that to happen yeah but true it true, was true. it was on purpose for zodiac because the dude's a dick yeah that guy is an asshole he is i i think that's part of the reason like i don't like this because the bad guy isn't like it's not nuanced he's not like he doesn't hold any real substance it feels like he is just right. like a fucking piece of shit yeah he's there is nothing nor I don't want to say normal there's nothing relatable to him like there's nothing that makes me feel like there's some sort of humanity in him I do like how I like my villains I'm gonna say I do like a bad guy who has like I know like I said nuance or just as like because I talk about this all the time and I don't know the world's not black and white and like I don't think our villains are black and white either. Like we all have like evil, evil sides to us. Um, But yeah, I think like that's a huge, hugely important thing to like bad guys is making them like have something to them, make them like, make them likable. Yeah. Because I I, I want my heart broken by a little asshole. That's how I love them. I love my villains being Shrek, you know? Just give them all the layers. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know what you expected from me. Talking about villains. We got some- This issue. We got some Immortal X-Men. This is issue number three. Yeah, 
uh, before Heather and I started recording, I told her how much I love this issue. And I will say it again, this was a very good issue. I think out of all, since Apocalypse has been gone, I think this is probably the best X issue that I've read. Actually, 100%, you are not wrong. I was I was kind of going to say that I think this might be one of my favorite like X-Men issues like ever, mm-hmm. like even Hickman stuff, just like, I love the way it was, like, I love the way it was told through uh, Destiny's Diary. I loved everything that she was saying in the, like, connections it's trying to do with other things that are going to be happening um the art too the art and the colors in this Mm -hmm. book were fucking phenomenal um yeah yeah. there's this there's so many forgive me for saying it again there's just so many layers to this story and to destiny and then like you know destiny's relationship with raven and it's just you get a little bit of all of it in this and i just Mm. it was beautiful it was just a really well done issue yeah I think and beautiful is a really well like I was gonna say it's like very pretty like the, mm-hmm. the way it looks and the way like the narration is it's it's very loving and I don't know um I think this besides like Eternals is my first like Kieran superhero book okay I love Kieran. Obviously, I say that all the time. I, I absolutely love his writing. I think he's just fantastic. And I think this is a testament to how good he writes characters. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I know because I've, I've read so much other of like his works, like indie mm-hmm. works, but never something yeah, superhero, superhero related. So this has been a very interesting foray. And especially like with the content that's being told, I really, yeah. Highly suggested. I could understand why people would not like it if they want to read an X-Men book because I think, you know, some people just want, like, main title X-Men stuff. Right. Um, And this is a little bit, like, deeper and grittier and has a lot of, like, yeah, things going on. Yeah, I was going to say, you have to read a lot or at least understand a lot of what is going on in order to read and enjoy this but I do feel like if you have the time if you have the resources then reading up to this point it is worth it like all the the bad x stuff that we've been sifting through not bad necessarily but like not as good the stuff that we've been sifting through since we got back into reading x-men like I I feel like this makes it all worth it 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 makes me feel like I'm reading the right X books. Mm -hmm. And I like this, like, I don't really know Destiny as a character and having like her as such a fourth forefront, like throughout even, you know, House and Powers and not getting to really know her. Like, I feel like this has done like a really good, like, like done her a lot of justice, I suppose, and giving me like her backstory and like who she is. Right. Because just like you were saying, you know, like, characters need to be nuanced like when you're introduced to her you're not given all the different sides of it you're just like hey here's this person like he wants to she wants to kill moira who wants to be paradise and it's like well i guess there's more to it than that yeah there's so much more to it i i like that you know it is mentioned in here about how they don't trust eric and charles and i think that is a a good point and it's something that we have mentioned several times Mm -hmm. before I just I like that it's finally being mentioned and it's 
being brought out so that people can actually see what they're doing. And I don't know. I think if you think that Destiny is, is a bad guy who's doing things for selfish reasons, then I think you're just kind of a, an, a dummy. <laughs> you're an idiot. You're just, you're just not very smart. <clears throat> Hello, cat. <laughs> she saw we were recording and was like, I need to be up here. She was ready for it. Um, <laughs> okay, so next we have Beware the, right, yeah, Beware the Eye of Odin. Sorry. Uh, this is issue number one. This is a book by Doug Wagner. Uh, Tim Odlin does the art, and then Michelle Madsen does the colors, and Ed Dukeshire does the Dukeshire does the letters. Um, Heather, what are your opinions? Um, so I liked it, but I liked it because it's not taking itself seriously. Like okay. it's just a. Uh, a group of people who are trying to return Odin's eye and they just get into a bunch of shenanigans and stuff. There, there were stuff that I didn't like about it, of course, but I just thought for what it is, it's obviously just supposed to be a fun little adventure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, it. Um, I, I think I like the art. I don't know. I I'm still like, there's something off about the story to me, which is why I can't say like, oh yeah, I loved it. Like I do with most Norse mythology stories. I'm always like, yeah, perfect. This is awesome. But the, yeah, there's just something about it where I'm like, well, I like it, but I don't know how much I like it. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I don't think I liked it. Yeah. I just like, I don't, yeah, the art was, I went back and forth on the story was just kind of, I think it was too silly, not in the right way for me. Right. I don't like the characters. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I hated the characters. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that might be what it is. Like after flipping through, I'm like, I think that's what it is for me is I just don't like the characters. I also just didn't like how the girl was the annoying like character. Yeah, of course. She's felt, the Valkyrie. Yeah. Yeah. It felt very like cliche and it's like semi misogyny. <laughs> Yeah, because of course she's out of her mind. Yeah. Like she's she's not a very stable person. She can't come with, she'll ruin everything. Like, nah, dude, she'll be fun. Let her go. <laughs> yeah, so it's just uh yeah, I just didn't I didn't enjoy it. I only yeah. special ordered the first issue just yeah, out of curiosity, because I've read other Doug Wagner stuff. Mm-hmm. Um what yeah. else has he done? Because I I do not recognize, I mean I recognize the name, but I don't know where I've seen it before uh he did that final book oh okay um so yeah it's just this wasn't this wasn't that great for me yeah I get it um I did I did add it to my poll because I do that with all stories of this nature Mm -hmm. um so I, I am going to read it but hopefully like it'll build better because again I don't like the characters and if you're reading a very character driven story then it's pointless yeah and this one was like yeah that's the whole point yeah yep 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 okay okay ready last one this is deadly class this is issue number 53 we're getting there we're almost done we are getting there um 
I liked this issue, but it was also kind of random. Kind of what? Kind of random. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I was like, they obviously did that time jump. There is, you know, they have lives now and like, there's a, a character that's reintroduced that like, I knew it was him, but at the same time, I was like, I forgot what happened to that dude. And it did seem to be like a little chaotic, like kind yeah. of all over the place. Yeah. I was just like, I don't, yeah, I, I don't mind the time jumps because the time jumps have like seemed cohesive with like what the story is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, this issue, yeah, I, I, I'm really hoping the next issue might bring it together because it made no sense. Like yeah, the, the, but- the side part of it made no sense. Like the part with Helmet mm-hmm. was yeah chaotic like it it was just like why why is this here because I'm watching this story with Marcus and I know it has to do probably with like Shabnab and that's probably who is after Marcus in the long run when he's older but yeah it was like I don't I don't need what like what is happening (laughs) Yeah, because I think his stuff happened like so like quickly. And mm-hmm. again, because he hasn't been a part of the story in so long that I had no idea. Not I, since, I completely not the, cult, the cult. The cult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought I honestly couldn't remember what happened. So I thought he died. Like when everyone got murdered inside that house, when the cult was there because of him. Yeah, the goal is there because of Okay, him. I see, I want to go back and like reread it from the beginning. I've done it more recently probably than you have because I read the trades and stuff like fairly yeah, I recently. I was like, I haven't gone back and reread it since, from the beginning since I started reading Deadly Class. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and do that before the last issue because what do we got, like two left? Three? Three, two or three, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it says. No, it doesn't. I wish it would. I feel like it was 56. Yeah, because I, I feel like there's an odd number. And if yeah. it was just solicited, that would also make sense. Right. I'm going to look it up real quick just so we can be sure because I okay. have been wondering about it. But yeah, it's just, I really liked it, but it was really just like, why or why am I, why am I watching this right now? Like, why am I reading this? Right. And because I was yeah, hoping hopefully for- the next one will like tie it all together make more sense and like I said I think it's just like the idea of like it is Shabnam right like that's his name like uh Shanab 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 I believe but yeah no Shabnam 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 yeah I think it is like the whole idea of like maybe in the end he is like yeah coming after Marcus but it's just like I don't necessarily need to see it assassination it, attempt and yeah the way that it happened also yeah. felt like it should hold more weight than it did it held weight but it was also just like eh, okay 56 yes 56 okay it is the series finale um yeah i enjoyed it but just it's uh i am not confused but just what yeah it, it confused in the way that like why did that just happen? 
Like the story itself makes sense, completely understandable. We know what happens. It's very clear, but just confusing because it, the timeline of the story, I guess, just doesn't make sense in this issue. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, the, the stuff with, like I said, the stuff with Marcus, just fine. I get yeah. it. I loved when he went to his book signing. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, that that seems real. Yeah. Who would read his book? I mean, I would clearly because we're reading the story that he has basically just narrated excerpts from his journal. <laughs> I most definitely wouldn't. Just if I, oh, yeah, no, I probably yeah, this would, is... but without realizing it. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I am, I'm excited for that. And I know we've said this like every issue for like the last several issues, but excited for then. I want to see what happens. I can't wait for Saya, Saya to come back. I said Saya. I can't wait for Saya to come back. I'm, I'm, I want to know what her role in the ending is going to be. Yeah, because I mean, she has to be part of it. She, she has to. She just, there's no way she's not going to be in the last like three issues. There's no way, especially with the way that Marcus left her. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, and I also like, she's such a main, she's like, she is the other main character. Mm-hmm. Like, Marcus is sure the main character, but like, Saya is like the other lead of the yeah. story. Because it's not Maria. I don't believe that for a second. No, I, I, I know Rick Remender has been trying, mm-hmm. trying with that. Um, no way. It is, it, I, I understand like Maria's character and like everything that's been explored with her, but I, I have kind of hated it. I don't care for it is my thing. I don't care for it, especially if you're going to give us Saya, like. Yeah, I don't, I don't need this other one. no maybe they are a better fit I don't know I don't care either way but give me (laughs) Saya back (laughs) I have my opinions and what my opinion is is correct don't worry about it yeah I mean you know me (laughs) I have very strong opinions (laughs) okay that's all we've got I know Heather's got food now so we're gonna we're gonna let you go and you go enjoy your week yes have a a good week even your year Damn, that was your, that was, that was good. You did it this time. Yeah. Uh, so go support your local comic book shop, your local libraries, take care of your friends, take care of each other, do good things, be good. What you got, Heather? Anything, anything good? Um, don't forget to, um, you know, go to the dentist, take care of yourself. First of all, go to the dentist, go to the doctor. I know that shit, especially if you don't have health insurance, it's not cheap, but you only have one body to live in. So take care of it. I was just reminded I need to go to the dentist. So (laughs) Uh, we love you. And then we'll, we'll see you on the flippity flip, flip flop, whatever the fuck it is. Flat flop.